Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Pesky Pole Podcast. It's been a hot minute since I've said that. How are y'all doing? I've missed you guys. A lot of things have been going on, but it's been almost a year at this point. I'm going to try and keep it slightly consistent with this. I'm not going to put any like deadlines or anything on myself like I did before because I just never follow them. I'm just going to keep it. I'm just going to do it whenever I can. You know, keep it fun. Keep this more as a hobby than anything. But joining me for this coming back episode, we have the backup plan, we'll call him, because Mr. Costa wasn't available. One of my close friends, Adam Wright. Adam, introduce yourself again to the people. My name's Adam Wright, and I am the main plan. No, you, you never. Nope, you never were the main plan. It's always the beautiful bastard, Brian Costive. And then when he's not available, we go to you. All right, episode you know one nine. All right, episode 99. <laughs> Taking a That's... year off, looking hey. ass. <laughs> hey, we, we don't need to talk about that, all right? Right, we got we got much more important things to talk about. But Adam is the know your role and shut your mouth. Nope, you're not you're not gonna quote WWE on me. Nope, you you haven't watched enough WWE to do that. Okay, until you start shotgunning a beer to Stone Cold Austin, Steve Austin's theme song again, which I still have video of. By the way, you need to do it again, shirtless in your backyard. All right, I think I think you need to do more podcast episodes in order to talk talk to me like this. You're right. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I would like to formally apologize for that previous statement. Anyway, we got a lot of things to talk about. The Red Sox are doing very well considering the circumstances, but are still last in the AL East because the AL East is one of the toughest divisions in baseball in the last 10 years. You can't say anything about that. All five teams are above 500, and we would be competing in the AL Central, or one of the top teams in the AL Central. Chris Sale is hurt again. And we got a few more things to talk about, including one of my favorite players getting re-signed this morning. All right. Without further ado, let's get right into that. First thing, Chris Sale hurts again. And this seems like it's a once every three months that he's in kind of thing. He's in for three months or less, and then he gets hurt for another six months, and we don't see him again. This time, it is a... Uh, I believe it was something in his arm. He hurt something in his throwing arm. But how much can we really rely on Chris Sale at this moment, Adam? Not at all. He's he's a guy who you can be pleasantly surprised by. It was nice to see that he was starting to look like his old self for a few starts. But um, what I'm really happy by is uh, Garrett Whitlock's progression. Even though he's he's taken a few steps back, he's shown that he can still pitch at the big league level. And also Brian Bayo. Those are the two guys who you should be looking at. Uh, mm-hmm. But these veterans who Bloom is grabbing off the streets for pocket change, it means nothing to me. It really doesn't mean anything. Uh, it's nice to see that some of them work out every once in a while, but these are... Um, I just don't like the way Bloom looks at it with uh, like, because he does just enough so that the team's competitive but he doesn't do enough to commit when the team does get competitive during the season. And that bothers me a lot, especially since they're only a few years removed from winning a championship. Only five years. 
it's i mean you gotta remember how much we're paying him too that's the worst part now did he earn this money off the back of you know recent success with uh the red sox aka having a dominant basically 20 we got him in what 2017 2018 basically through the covid years those three years he was electric does that justify paying him now uh, no. we got we got a ring out of it so the argument is there to be made but just in terms of everything not no. really they paid him after that's the, so that's the key they paid him after that season well yes and then but... and then 2019 he was he was he did not look like his old self um and then 20 and then going into that 2020 season he he uh <clears throat> Tommy John so he was oh, out God. for a, a while then he didn't come back until the end of 2021 where he was kind of productive at times but clearly not his old self then he proceeded. Then he got to hurt again. Bike. Yeah. Then he, he got he hurt. Then he fe- yeah. Then he fe- then the then once the training wheels felt came off, he fell off the bike again. Got hurt. What what we call he pulled the Joe Biden. All right, that's what we call it. Okay. All right. I guess I. <laughs> you you told me that we don't want to talk about politics. That we well, filter those out when the well, pesky poll podcast comes on. Well, that's not so much talking politics as it's talking memes. Okay. Just Joe alienating half of your of audience. That's not, that's not swinging one way or the other. That's just let's make Joe fun Biden of, fell off a bike. <laughs> let's make fun of Donald Trump, too. Yeah, maybe later. You know, But getting back on, I mean, you're 100% right. 2022, he wasn't that healthy. It was a shitty season for us. And then 2023 now and, and 2024, he's going to be making $27.5 million before... Um, 2025 is a club option for 20 minute uh, for 20 mil, which at this point, there's no way on God's green earth that he is that the Red Sox are taking that 36 years old, injury prone, 20 million dollars. Hell no. No, way. is he really 36 now? No, no. Right now he's 34. But I'm talking 34. in 20 in 2025. He will be 36 years old with a 20 million dollar option for the club. Fortunately, not for him, because if it was him, he'd take it, and I wouldn't blame him. But it's a club option. Decline it. Get somebody good. You know, resign Xander Bogarts. We'll say that. He's in San Diego for the next 11 years. That was still a shot to the kidney. But without Chris Sale here, there's really no ace. Who Who are you turning to on this Red Sox rotation to be your number one starter guy? Right now... I, this has been my personal bias for the past three years. I've never seen Garrett Whitlock as a starter. I've always seen him as a, I I believe that he could be one of the greatest setup men or closers in the league. He proved that in his rookie year. He was the greatest setup man in 2021. Yeah, but if, if he, if he proves that he can play both as a reliever and as a starting pitcher, you pick the starting pitcher 10 times out of 10 No, because those guys are, they're more impactful. You get them at once every five days. That's your, that's your ACE. That's the guy who stops the bleeding when the team is starting to slump. That's your guy. Like with a, with a closer or a setup man doesn't always work that way. Eh, I mean, closer, closer right now we have Kenley Jansen. 
And Kenley Jansen has been doing good this year. Right? Okay. So there, there's no complaints from me on Kenley Jansen. Jansen. The Besides only complaint is that, is that he's 35. That's the only complaint that I have. He's 35 years old. All right. We got maybe one, two years. That's another his, thing. What his what timing is... sucks, though. Well, yes, seen, his rhythm is. Did you do you remember in St. Uh, when they were facing St. Louis and uh, Jansen blew two saves because the because St. Louis decided to play chess and they threw off his timing and he walked a bunch of guys and he blew both saves. The Red Sox were on hey, a roll. Hey, I'm just going to say this. I'm just going to say this. It's not as bad as last year where in July we were leading the league in blown in yes in blown saves we had 14 blown saves in july yeah and it was next, self-inflicted though the next highest team had like six and that is due to matt barnes all right thank god he's out of here now if only we can get ryan brazier the hell out of boston life would be fine the only complaint that i have about the red sox why did we go out and sign everybody and their mother that was above 35 years old because Kenley it's high bloom. Well, why? You get these guys for max two years. Kenley Jansen is, I believe, 35. And I might be a little bit off on these ages. Justin Turner, I think, is 38. To be a backup third baseman and slash DAH guy. And then Adam Duvall is 35. Even though from, I might be wrong on this, but from what I've heard, he's been playing decent. Still, we got we to gotta start building for the future. Raphael Devers is what? 26, I want to say 26, 27, somewhere around there. You got to start building for the next three to four years. I agree. But and especially again, when I said, you're, you're blank. You're barking at the, you're barking at the wrong tree here. How do you mean? It is all on the guy who is assembling the team, which is Heim Bloom. Mm-hmm. Allows 100%. Xander Bogarts to walk. Yet he's signing all of these 35 plus year old guys mm-hmm. to kind of be stop gaps, but it, okay. This, this is the thing I would say. All right. If we had prospects at those certain positions that were going to come up and do something in a year or two, I would not mind the stop gaps at all. Right. Let's look right field. Adam Duvall's 35. Who's the, who's going to be the stop gap guy there? Nobody. I couldn't name a single guy in the, in the Red Sox farm system, who is on pace? Is it Jaron Duran? Red Sox fans hate him after last year. You remember that one when the Red Sox got absolutely molested by, I think it was the Twins, where they gave up like almost 30 runs in a game. Dur- yeah, Duran actually got a lot better this year. I'll give him credit. Yes. Uh, but- he got much better. And I thought that his career was ruined once he lost that fly ball in, yep. uh, in the lights. That up. was when. And then he gave up after that. Yeah, I thought that was the that was the end. Uh, Red, Red Sox, Sox fans, fans were never gonna him. Red Sox fans were never gonna live that down. But he, he didn't let that get to him. And he has. Ha- I will give him credit there. He has had a good year. But when you're 29 and 27, it's just not good enough. Especially since you're like it. It looks like these are moves that would you would want your team to help you now. You bring in Kenley Jansen. You sign uh, Jesus. Uh, who's the guy who is really good? At? Corey Kluber. Corey you Kluber. Yes, Corey I forgot Kluber. about him too. Another thirty-six-year-old guy. Exactly. James Paxton. 
Michael Waka last year, even though he's here. He's even though he is. went on a year-long silent retreat where no one heard from him, and we're like, where the hell is James Paxton? It's because he was he hurt. Oh, yeah, but we never heard from him, especially at the beginning of the year last year. We didn't know where the hell he was. He just kind of left. Yeah. Uh, also, Masataka Yoshida. Not doing he too bad. He seems like like nobody realizes that he's 29. Yes. Like they didn't they didn't bring this guy in who's just some young gun who's going who's to be the future like of the league. He'll yeah. be in he'll be here for four productive seasons if he's still good. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be that. I mean, but listen, listen. He's getting paid, I believe I could be wrong on the number exactly, but I believe it's 18 and a half million dollars for this year or for 6 years each year. And this year he's he's averaging 312 so far. You can't you can't really blame him. You know, he's doing well. Ugh, right. There know, are some man. guys on this team who just aren't doing well at all. All right. AKA. Um, oh, and I was right about Adam Duvall before he got injured, because now he's on the 60-day IL, of course. He was batting 455. And that was with 33 at bats and 15 hits. Uh, he was doing very well before he got hurt. Um let me just go through random guys real quick. Connor Wong, for a catcher, not bad hitting stats at 244. Tristan Cassis, young guy, going to struggle, only at 188. But I'd rather him be up here now. I like Tristan Cassis. Hopefully he can be what Bobby Dahlbeck wasn't. Even though Bobby Dahlbeck, did you see his absolute pimp shot? I did. In AAA, in the Worcester. I was 515 I was... feet. I was operating a camera for it. Yes, I know. Really? I didn't tell you, did I? No. I'm I'm on the production team for the Woo Sox. So yeah, Bobby Dahlbeck has been has been mashing, but he doesn't lo- he's very unhappy there, according to uh, many different sources. Um he I believes that he should be on the, at the big league level. Um, but he's not doing well at the big league level. So he's kind of there. He's doing well, but whenever he, he's asked for an interview, he's, you know, I mean, rightfully so. He's like, I mean, the kid, the kid wants to move up. He's too good for the AAA level, but he's, he's still developing at the big league level. So it's, well, it's, no, it's tough for him. He's, he's a quadruple A player. I'm, I'm sorry. At this point in his career, he's a quadruple A player, right? He's amazing in AAA, not so good in the MLB. He's going to, it's going to be another Michael Chavis. Right, you remember the ice horse. We love the ice horse, even though he wasn't that great. We love the ice horse. He's gonna get traded to another team, maybe the Pirates, maybe the Reds, some team like that. Maybe the Athletics will take a flyer on him, and he's gonna go and he's gonna kick ass with one of those teams, and that's gonna be fine. It happens to a lot of players who are in the Red Sox organization. They suck. They go off somewhere else with a lesser market, and they do great. Andrew Benintendi, and we've had that debate dozens of times. Shut up. All right. He nope. wasn't gonna. No, nope. it's not a good. That's not a good argument. That is not a good argument. Well Give Boston. me a break. Small market benefited Andrew Benatendi. Yeah, and he was able to hit probably the best out of out of the young kids, um, in the postseason on at for Boston. He hit better than Xander Bogarts in the postseason. He hit better than Mookie Betts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not getting into this, all right. We're not getting into twenty eight. I understand. I completely understand your argument. All right, I mm-hmm. just I don't I don't think Andrew Benintendi fits that uh, fits that narrative, mm-hmm. um, but 
the Red Sox used to do something like that, where they would have they would have prospects in their system who were solid. They played well at the big league level, but they were more used as trade bait. Yes. Right. So you have the Rob Refschneiders of the world. You've got Jaron Duran. You got Bobby Dahlbeck. These are players who have all played pretty solid at the big league level. Cutter Crawford, yeah. Josh Winkowski. Those players should all be trade bait to go and get something to win to help you win championships. Mm-hmm. This is Boston. We don't like we don't treat our prospects as if they're all our kids. Right? You have your but, blue chip prospects who are like the Marcelo Myers of the world who are meant to win right here, right now, once mm-hmm. they get up here. Yes. You be, you be patient with them. All the other guys, you should be trading them for other for pieces that can help you at the big league level because that's Boston. That's what they used mm-hmm. to do. Yes. This is Heim Bloom now. And he's not and, he doesn't run it. He doesn't run the organization like he is a, you know, like it's like it's Boston. He runs it like it's still the Rays. Where yeah. you have five players at each position, you bring them all up and you hope one of those players at each position works, and then that's how you do it. That's how the Rays did it. That's how the how the A's do it. That's how all the, the small market teams do that's it. That's how the teams with $100 million in cap do it. This is the Red Sox. We have $250 million in cap. And they don't even use it. No. So there's the and- problem. That you like it's one thing to it's one thing to be smart with the resources that you have. But you know what's not smart is having resources and not using them. With yes. the resources that the Red Sox have, they should never be finishing in last place or even for third or fourth. They should be at least first or second every mm-hmm. year. Maybe third, I guess. I'm being a little too unfair because you can't be yes. in contention every year. But yeah, you're the gonna Red have Sox should, there's no there is no excuse for the Red Sox finishing last in the same way. There's no excuse for the, for the Yankees to be, do the same thing, except they have accomplished that they're always in contention. And if they're Mm -hmm. not, they're at least competitive. They're above 500. That's what I want from the Red Sox. The Yankees are accomplishing it. Granted, they haven't won many championships in the last 20 years, but they've at least remained competitive, right? Mm -hmm. They, they have different, they have different issues. They need to try and find ways to get over that hump, but at least that at least they are playing up the, to their potential. The Red Sox aren't. They're the laughing stop, stock of the league right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's, that's kind of the problem here. Well, they're not really the laughing stock of the league. They're still above 500. They're just last in the AL East because the AL East is the best division in baseball. It's not good enough. I know it's not good enough, but you got you to gotta look around. The A's have finally got their prospects up who are doing great things. Adley Rochman, Gunnar Henderson, they still got a few guys in the wings. The, you mean the uh, Orioles? The Orioles, yes. You Sorry. said A's. Shut up. Um, but they, they got a couple guys still in the wings. The Yankees are still going to do their thing. Uh, the, the Rays got off to one of the hardest starts in baseball. And then uh, Toronto is doing well with their guys, right? Toronto built their guys up through the draft, but have started to add pieces. They're still doing their thing. The Red Sox have just kind of been stagnant. And going back to the prospect thing, there are some guys that I really, really like in this in the organization that I feel are going to be really good key contributors up at the major league level in a year to three years. Marcelo Meyer, only 19 years old, just got promoted to double A up in Portland. He's going to do some great things, right? Brendan Salucci, Kristen Koss, some of those guys. Am I just mentioning guys that I've had on the podcast? Sure. But is there any bias in there? Absolutely not. You know. 
I got to send them some merch though. We still remember this. Yeah. We still got the merch, but anyway, going off that it's, it's just that I, I feel that some of the older guys just aren't stop gaps, which is what you bring a 35 plus year old to do. You can make a case that Corey Kluber was brought in to kind of mentor Bray and Bello and kind of help him through, Bale. but bail, same thing, but not really. Cause you already have that guy in Chris Sale. Right. You yeah. already have, you already it's have still... some of these guys, but it, I mean, I do like outside of Chris Sale. I kind of think you have a competent pitching staff between Tanner Houck, Garrett Whitlock and Bayo being your starters of the future because all of them are 28 and under. Uh, relievers, mm, work needs to be done. And then Kenley Jansen for two years, sure, right? But the only place where you can say somebody is a stopgap player right now is Kike Hernandez, who's going to be a stopgap player for the next two years for Meyer to come up when he's probably 20, 21 years old. And Meyer's going to be that guy at second base or shortstop for the next 12 years, hopefully. Yeah. But going back to some other guys, Kike is not doing the greatest at 239. Devers, 252. Eh. Marcella Meyer, or no. Yoshida, we talked about. Duran batting 288. Verdugo batting 288. And Justin Turner's DH at 267. I'll take that for a 37, 38-year-old Justin Turner. Right. And then some of the guys off the bench. Uh, Ref Snyder's 284 with 81 at-bats. That's very good. Ramel Tapia, who I forgot he was even on the team. Uh, Reese McGuire. Fuck that guy. I want, I want him traded. I don't care we're if he's batting 293. We're swearing on the show now? Yes, that's been the case ever since, basically, Ari left. So, All yeah, right. screw screw that guy. Um, whoever Pablo Reyes is, do you know who that is? Uh, I couldn't tell you. Apparently, um, he's from the A's, and now he's with the Red Sox. Yeah, he has played a total... 13 of- games. 13 yep. games, 33 at-bats. He's a utility player. He's a utility guy, but spent a little bit of time with Pittsburgh, spent a little bit of time with Milwaukee, now he's with Boston. Okay, cool. Welcome, Pablo. Uh, going over to the pitchers, uh, Chris Sale with a 4-5-8 ERA before he got hurt, and then the other five, Tanner Houck with a 5-3, Pavetta with a 5-5, Corey Kluber with a 6-2, Bale's probably our best guy right now with a three eight nine, and then oh my, really? Zoom is making me okay. Apparently, Zoom has this thing where you can only be on for an hour, so I guess we only got like nine minutes left. Um, and Whitlock at a five one four. So Bale is our best guy out of the as a starter right now with eight starts. Damn, how much you can say about that? This and is then why you're gonna need Streamyard, by the way. Shut up. Probably have to. Um, and then Kenley Jansen as our closer with uh let me see if he'll show me his saves. Uh, eleven saves, doesn't show me any blown saves, but probably a couple. Josh Winkowski, my boy, salute him one time. 
salute. Thank you. I told you. Hey, 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 hey. You will respect Josh Winkowski around here. I've said it for two years now. You will respect this guy. Okay. 208 ERA, better than Andrew Benatendi. Ryan Brazier sucks. John Schreiber, okay, before I got hurt. Cutter Crawford, eh. James Paxton, eh. Chris Martin with a 37 years old. That's another guy we forgot about with a 172 ERA in 16 games. Damn. In 13 innings or 15 innings. I'm sorry. And yeah, you got other guys like Ryan Sheriff, who's come up for a little bit with a 193 ERA. And the yeah, the the rotation or the relievers have just been kind of circling, see who's next. Call up, call down. Someone gets hurt. You know, it's it's a it's a carousel of relievers right now. But and that's we do have the, that's kind of the problem, isn't it? Yes, it is. You know, we need we need at least a couple guys who can be true setup and closer guys in this rotation. And in terms of the setup guy, unless you want to talk about thirty seven year old Chris Martin, you don't really have one. And that's where Garrett Whitlock comes into play. Sometimes I just make sense, all right? When he was a reliever, he had a 1-8 ERA and was one of the best relievers in baseball. Yeah, but if he can do both, then you'd pick the starting pitching. Mm. Just saying. I, if, um, you, if he can be a starting pitcher, then you have him be that starting pitcher. That's what you, I, you just have to do that. I'm still saying, though, right? He had an amazing year after he won on the Pesky Pole podcast, and then he was invited to come back to do another interview after the season. He left me on red. And then he had not a great season. So, you know, am I am I saying it's a curse to leave um, Pesky Pole Podcast on red? No. I'm just saying that the evidence is there. Okay? For any for any guys watching this. If, if you don't see it, if you don't even look at the message, you're fine. But if you leave me on scene, it's not good. Okay? So, uh, last thing. Really quick before we sign off, uh, this morning, uh, Red Sox extend Rob Ruffschneider for another couple years. So it's a one-year deal with a, a club option for 2025. He's 32 years old. Uh, he originally signed as a minor league free agent, but then came up to really be a utility guy. Uh, it's not showing me numbers for how much they paid him, but in terms of having Rob Ruffschneider as a utility player guy off the bench, I'm all for it. Why, why are you too, shaking your head? Because they, they just have too much. They have too many players who are kind of utility caliber guys. No such who thing. Are getting, who are getting no meaningful. Such thing. What are you talking about? No such thing as too many utility guys. I, I disagree. You have all of these players around here, and you're giving out your star talent like like Candy, being Bloom, mm-hmm. and you're just keeping all of these other guys around. Like what, what makes these guys so special that you have to let go of Mookie Betts, Xander Bogarts, uh, Andrew Benintendi. Andrew Benintendi sucked, but for the, for 10 games, he sucked, but 10 games. And Josh, when Josh Winkowski doesn't suck. That's all I'm going to (sighs) say. All right. I've been trying to warn you about Josh Winkowski for two years now. They got a terrible return for Mookie Betts. 
They let Xander Bogarts go for nothing. Well, Verdugo's been okay, but other than that, yes. Yeah, but that's that's not good enough for Mookie Mookie. Betts. Yes, like he's one of the best talents in all of in all of baseball. And he also won a championship. He also did go. He also did go go on to win a championship, which is it is something. So, I mean, the Dodgers are doing things to win championships, and they're staying competitive for well over a decade now. Mm -hmm. And here you are, a team that should be mentioned in the same breath as the Dodgers. You're twiddling your thumbs and dinking around with Josh Winkowski and Rob Reschneider. Don't don't you dare disrespect Josh Josh Winkowski like that. All right, you you can throw you can throw Rob Ruffschneider in there. I won't be mad. Don't you dare throw Josh Bobby Dahlbeck. We will we will see uh, Reese McGuire, who can't who can't just walk home to do what he wants to do. (laughs) If you know, you know. All right, we we had a field day on that episode on that trade deadline episode. That's all I'm going to say. All right, and we have four minutes left. Anything else uh, you want to talk about football wise before we hit the end record button? Uh, well, not nothing too much football wise. Um, plenty of free agents left that we talked about on our on our show. Um, yeah, kind of, yeah. Well, we've already talked about that a lot, but there's a lot yeah. of defensive free agents that just haven't been talked about. Dalvin Cook could be cut very soon, mm-hmm. which is crazy because, because they feel like Alexander Madison can, can do, do what an all pro running back can do, which I don't agree with in the slightest. But I agree. I would say I agree. Dalvin Cook is awesome, but Alexander Madison is when he's been given the chance, he's been awesome. Well, Um, the Vikings, the Vikings, I'm not surprised that they do this. They just suck. Kirk Cousins is the best thing about that team. Salute Kirk Cousins one time. And not Justin Jefferson. Cousins for the one time. I refuse. I refuse. Justin Jefferson is the best thing about that team. And he had one of the best quietly, one of the best seasons of a wide receiver ever Ever. yardage wise. Mm -hmm. And they also just drafted Jordan Addison to go along with them. So Mm -hmm. it's all, it's all the talent around him, including Dalvin cook, who is, who's also been awesome for years. Uh, And cook, he's going to get it. He's going to have a market. There's already the Miami dolphins who have been reportedly interested in him. The Buffalo bills expected to have some interest, Plenty of teams out there who need a running game and could use Dalvin Cook for a year or two. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll have plenty of that. So go check out the Fumble Rooski podcast and learn about all of it. 100%. I will leave the link down in the description as always, whether you're on Spotify, other podcast platforms that I'm signed up for that I don't know them, signed up for YouTube, whatever. You will listen to this episode. And Adam, anything else you want to say to the people before we sign off? Uh, Fireheim Bloom, get him out of there. No, no, too go early in a different direction. Too early for that. If we end the season under 500, I will probably be there with you. But I've until seen, then, seen way too much of Rob Ref Snyder, Connor Wong, uh, Jaron Duran, Cutter Crawford. Too much. Of you them, you were just talking good about Jaron Duran. Don't start with me. He had a good. He's had a good year, but. That should be reason to trade him and get something meaningful for him in a package of all of these prospects who might be productive at the big league level, but only as utility players. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it's going to well trade deadline just going to be like 2019 again. Remember, we sucked and now we got Ryan Trashner. You don't need to tell me about you, you don't need Andrew, to remind me about that. It was Andrew Kastner. Was that his name? I don't remember. But yeah. That was that was our one that was our one piece, and then everyone was affected. Yeah, 
Hey, we got a reliever. Who ended up with like a seven ERA? But I only got a minute left. With that being said, thank you to everyone who listened to the first episode in about 10 months. We're going to try and keep it weekly on Saturdays for as long as I can. That schedule will have to change a little bit come August, September because of my work. But other than that, thank you guys so much for listening. God bless you guys. I'll see you next time. I just wanna feel so free, and I just wanna be, be me Yeah, I just wanna go so crazy, I just wanna be a freak, yeah I just wanna rise to the top, yeah, I just wanna go reach the peak So I've been really well focused on success, hey, y'all will see, yeah You'll see that I will get it, cause I'm really focused, man I make it with a weapon, I just follow my path, I just follow my passion To me, this is what's precious, yeah In my soul, man, I can feel it, so every single verse, man I just gotta go and kill it, man, I gotta be the kid I could be the guy, taking you out, I could be the making me blessed because i work on my team no snakes in the grass and we have to trust in the wind because of the work that we did in the past because of the work that we did in the past then we went to hours you barely got breath so i get the problem and we didn't finesse so i got the feelings that we might be next because when we go in we're winning the match yeah, yeah. when we go in we win in the match so that's how we do because we be the best yeah. we be the best, best. yeah we be the best yeah. Yeah, we be the best, best, uh, we be the best, hey Yeah, we be the best, best, hey We be the best, yo You wanna come on my desk, well You want to see we the best, hey You don't see that we the best here, so I suggest You never really come and test it, but otherwise I will smack your face Like Michael Jordan does with a ball on the back, yeah Oh damn kid, but you didn't expect it You never really thought that this could just happen But now I'm really coming and we put out with the action Just keep on the feed, don't say don't get it like